Welcome to the Picture of Wealth, or TPOW as we call it. I am your host, Dustin Service. Listener, this is your trusted host, Dustin Service. I'm going to be reading a book that I wrote for the next few weeks, each chapter, each episode. Enjoy. Chapter 3, Space. 11th of June, 2019, 9.30 a.m. A helicopter pad outside Pemberton. You must be Theo. The blonde dreadlock Aussie shook Theo's hand and took his bags. The sound of the waiting helicopter propeller filled the air with anticipation. Does that sound get you amped up or what? Dude, my heart just kicked into high gear, Theo said, laughing. I love doing guy shit. He had just arrived at the helipad south of Pemberton and the chopper was already waiting to take him to Permission Peak Lodge, where he would meet Roy Duran and his buddies. Have you ever been in a chopper before? The guy handed Theo the clipboard and showed him where to sign. The sheet flapped around under his hand from the wind of the chopper was kicking up. Yeah, lots of times. Theo couldn't help but take the opportunity to brag a little to this kid who was probably half his age. I used to do a lot of biking back in the day, even won a few races, and I was a backcountry guide during college. That's awesome, man. Do you still ride? Theo cleared his throat. Ah, uh, no, not anymore. Way too busy with my business, and the wife hates it. He felt like an asshole as soon as it came out of his mouth. Anyway, I got about as good as I was going to get and kind of lost interest when life took over, you know? The kid stared at him like he was speaking another language. No, man, I don't. Theo's heart pumped as he hurried with the attendant to hop in. He wasn't only excited to be lifting into the air for a -a one-of-a-kind trip through one of the world's most beautiful mountain ranges. He was also anxiously anticipating meeting with Roy, the successful player in the oil industry who, according to Theo's research, was happy and had a business and a life all figured out. He'd made some ballsy moves in the 90s and was now sitting on a pile of cash and assets, enjoying his retirement on a large ranch east of Edmonton. He had a young and beautiful wife and several kids who seemed to be successful in their own careers. Theo couldn't wait to pick this guy's brain while he photographed him doing rich guy stuff in pristine nature. His headset clicked and the pilot turned to speak to him in a friendly French-Canadian accent. A big mustache and a grinning smile showed under his aviator shades and helmet. Hi, Theo. Welcome aboard, my man. My name is Andre. Let me know if you feel sick or you're going to pass out, okay? I'll crack a window. He laughed at his own joke. We've got a 30-minute ride, so get comfy. He clicked off and concentrated on lifting the chopper up and into the air, heading north. Soon, Theo could see huge mountain peaks far in the distance and sparkling Pacific Ocean all the way to the horizon. A breathtaking view. To the right and just below as they passed, he spied a landing pad near the top of the foothill where another chopper was dropping off a group of mountain bikers. The pad was no more than 400 square feet of level dirt outlined with logs to make a flat pad, with the mountain flowing down nearly a thousand feet on either side. Watching the group from above, Theo felt a pang as he had realized how long it had been since he had done anything he would call an adventure. The summer after graduating high school, he'd worked as a fishing guide, and then some winters through college guiding snowcat and heli-ski trips near Sycamus. But that was over 10 years ago. 
and he hadn't been anywhere near that remote since. You from Alberta too, Theo? The pilot's voice buzzed in his ear, interrupting his thoughts. No, just Vancouver. Feeling like that made him sound boring, Theo added, but I've traveled a bit. Theo paused, then decided that since he probably wasn't going to see this guy again anyway, he might as well just talk. Well, I'm here to win a contest. Honestly, it seems like a dumb idea the more I talk about it. I'm supposed to capture the ultimate picture of wealth. Do you know what that is? Theo laughed. I've been trying for the last four years to win this contest, but I guess I'm not getting it. The irony is, I'm kind of neglecting my own business while I do it. I'm pissing off my wife, he added to himself. Andre didn't say anything, so he kept going. I don't know, man. My dad worked for 40 years at the same company to make it to the top of the corporate ladder. He traveled 180 days a year to make deals and a lot of money for his bosses. He did okay, but we never saw the guy. And I know he wasn't that happy. And now he's retired, he's got a nice house and freedom, but he's not that happy, you know. And now I see myself doing the same thing and lots of my friends too. Kind of doing what their parents did, just working and saving, working and saving. He trailed off, feeling a bit embarrassed. Well, money makes the world go round, right? Andre said and laughed. Theo looked out the window, thinking about when he was younger, the things he was most proud of. He used to have a passion for exploring the road less traveled and flirting with risk. He loved discovery and hadn't cared what others thought. He wondered why that guy was now trying to impress his neighbors with his lawn and his well-behaved kids, impress his in-laws with the luxury SUV, and inspire his employees with his non-stop work ethic. Andre spoke up. I work long hours too. This is my chopper, and she takes a lot of maintenance, and I have to run her around the clock to make good money. I get in shit at home sometimes for working too much, but I always think I'm doing it for you guys. But my wife, she's great most of the time. She tells me I'm doing it so I can buy a new Harley, so I can go and play with my friends. So who knows what the answer is, Theo? Theo laughed. No shit, I'm going through the Harley thing right now too. My wife is constantly telling me that I put my job before everything. But when I buy something just for fun, she's pissed. I can't win. Oh man, we could have a serious bro chat and figure it out for the rest of the world, Theo. Andre laughed. He let Theo zone out for the rest of the ride as they floated over the majestic ice-capped mountains and sparkling remote lakes. When they landed, Andre got out to unload the supplies, shook Theo's hand and promptly took off again, not wasting any time. As the sound of the chopper faded away, Theo found himself in a wide clearing surrounded by silent vastness of the mountains and dense forest. A wind blew through the nearby trees and an eagle called somewhere. It occurred to him that he had not really read the instructions email from the lodge and felt a twinge of panicky anxiety setting in. He started to sweat, and his heart beat faster. What the hell, man? You used to love this shit. He'd just taken out his phone, even though he knew there was no service, when out of the trees, about 40 feet from the landing pad, came a four-seater side-by-side utility vehicle. The driver, honking the horn and waving. He pulled up alongside the stack of boxes Andre left, and nodded at Theo as he hopped onto the tarmac. He must be the photographer. I'm Mans Johnson. Get in. Won't be a moment. Mans was a big man, about 70, Theo guessed, and strong, with a braid of thick gray blonde hair down his back and longish beard. He wore cargo pants and a company t-shirt with manager embroidered on the breast. But even in the uniform, he looked more like a tough biker than anything. Also, he spoke with a European accent that Theo couldn't quite place. He wondered how the rough-looking man had found his way here, to this luxury lodge in the mountains. 
A couple minutes later, once they were seated and burning along the bumpy forest trail, Theo turned awkwardly to reach out his hand in the tight seat at the side-by-side. Boy, you must think you've died and gone to heaven working up here. This is paradise. Yes, for some of us it definitely is paradise, Man said, focusing on the trail ahead. It was a faint ATV track. Theo assumed there must be a less direct road for larger vehicles somewhere nearby. For most, it's way too isolated. Most people don't last more than a couple weeks up here. They miss the comforts of Wi-Fi and a sewer system. (laughs) Well, I could definitely use some isolation right now, Theo said, looking around at the trees, breathing in the thick smell of earth and crisp mountain air. Again, memories of his younger days came flooding back. Get back to myself. Not so influenced by the world, you know. The world must hardly even reach up here. Theo was finding himself being unusually open with the strangers he'd talked to today. Man, I must be really needing a break. Mans looked over and winked inexplicably. This trip will give you some views you've never seen before, Theo. I promise you that. Just at that moment, the UTV emerged from the trees and Permission Peak Lodge came into view. It wasn't huge, but it was well-built and obviously had recently been updated to more modern design from the original structure, which Theo knew was many decades old. There were full-size windows on two sides of the main building, and Theo could see where a substantial wing had been added, almost doubling the hole by maintaining the simple yet elegant look. The cabin, if you could call it that, backed onto a pristine lake surrounded by looming mountains. The water was clear and still. Theo whistled. Whoa, this is spectacular, he said. Is it open year-round up here? They climbed out of the side-by-side and Theo grabbed his bags. He could hear the sound of someone chopping wood somewhere. A sound he hadn't heard in ages, and his heart tugged a little, remembering childhood camping trips. No, for spring, summer, and fall seasons, we do fishing and hunting, or just getaways, honeymoons, that kind of thing. But winter is my time to recharge, fix things inside, and get organized for the next season. So you live up here full time? Sure do. Theo looked around at the empty lake and mountains and wondered how the old man did it. Then remembered a time when he would have killed to spend a winter season out in the middle of nowhere. He looked around, trying to find the campfire he could smell, then noticed the chimney rising above the steel red roof, emitting a faint smoke trail into the sky. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed the show, please like and rate the show, share with a friend, or use your new knowledge in your next conversation. If during the show something gave you a pang of inspiration, motivation, or sense of uncertainty, act on it now. Get the clarity you're looking for. Find the permission you seek. Go to servicewealth.com to discover how others are learning how to take Fridays off, or buying a recreation property, or spending more money. If you're an organizer of an event, Where you believe my philosophy on finance and lifestyle design would be applicable, go to servicewealth.com and book me as a speaker at your next event. If you want a copy of our new book coming out soon, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook and we will be sure to get you a first copy.